Hi, I'm Lauren Hunter. And I'm Kate Vlasic. And this is Generation BSC. And we're back with another emergency meeting because we're still in quarantine, as I'm sure you all know, because you are as well. And we're going to be checking in this week on our girl, Claudia, the vice president of the club, to see how we think she would be handling quarantine, what she's doing, how she's surviving. And then, like we did in our last quarantine episode, we'll just sort of have a quick check-in, see how we're doing. Hopefully you're all doing well, too. And we'll wrap it up from there, probably, you know, 15, 20 minutes like the last one. So I guess if we want to jump in, Lauren, what do you think Claudia has been doing with her time? So I think that at first, Claudia thinks this is the best thing ever um, because school is canceled, right? Like she is, I I don't think she's um, selfish exactly, but she can be a little short-sighted sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think the only thing that she is really seeing at first is... I don't have to go to school every day. And for her, that's such a source of um, struggle and frustration. I think that that would sort of be the big headline um, until the reality started setting in, um, especially because uh, I think Connecticut was probably early adopters with people. um, I I don't know that for certain, but Mm -hmm. um, being on lockdown. um, So they probably weren't – they were probably in quarantine and out of school before – um, similar to Ohio, before things got really bad. Right. So at first she was thinking, oh, you know, no big deal. And then I think it hit home that Mimi is really at risk. Um, and this is could be a really potential danger for her. And I think that that is the shift that sort of um, takes it from being no school, no school to, oh, no, this is um, this is not about fun and games. This is um, something very serious that's happening. So that was sort of my, like, main um, thesis of how I thought, like, her overall approach was. Um, As far as specifics go, I think she was big time, obviously, um, using the opportunity to to explore her art um, and just do as much art as humanly possible. Um, And I think that she, especially when that that switch happens, um, really is excited about finding ways to use art to um, help others. Um, she's probably leading the charge with making masks. Um, she's. Uh, we talked about how Christy is um, probably organizing at some point, you know, a daycare. She's teaching art classes on Zoom to the kids on doing, you know, like Bob Ross type projects with them. Um, she's probably the one drawing the really elaborate sidewalk chalk for their adventures, that kind of thing. Um, So I think that that's really how she would process it and get through it is really throwing herself into creative endeavors. What about you? So the way that I was feeling is sort of in the same vein of what you were saying, but not exactly. I think definitely, I think she's definitely glad that she doesn't have to go to school every day from the school perspective. But I think that Claudia is a very outgoing and extroverted person. And I think she immediately was very sad that she wasn't going to get to see her friends and not just the babysitters club girls, but all of the girls and boys at school, because I think she definitely thrives from being around people face to face, interacting with lots of different people. So I think from the, from the school, from the actual class perspective, I think, yes, she's definitely glad she doesn't have to go to school because even though I'm sure that she's having to do classes online, she doesn't have to have that sort of face to face with the teacher feeling like 
they're disappointed in something that she's done or she doesn't know the right answer because we've seen that come up a few times in some of these books. So I think that is definitely something she's procrastinating on the online classes and glad that she doesn't have to have the face-to-face feedback with the teacher. But she's definitely missing the social aspects of school for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I also sense. think that when it comes to Mimi, she was immediately concerned and knew – I think that was probably her biggest focus was like – as she heard things that were coming from her parents, from kids at school, you know, before things really got into lockdown, I think she was very well aware of the potential for Mimi to be part of that at-risk group. So I think that it wasn't necessarily something she had to come to. I think that's always been something. You think um, so? Yeah. That she's been focused on just because Mimi is such a big part of her life and she cares so much about Mimi. I also, as sort of an aside, I think it's kind of interesting that as we talk about the characters, we're sort of talking about them where they are, where we're at in the books because – that's true. In the you know, I just that just popped into my head because as we've discussed multiple times, like Mimi's in not too many books in the future, not going to be a part of Claudia's day to day life in person. So I, I think it's. I just thought that that was interesting that we're we're talking about them where they are now, and how it's impacting them on a day to day basis, I, as if they were brought forward to twenty twenty from where they are after book fifteen. <laughs> Exactly. I, you know, it's funny. I was having that same thought, but in a slightly different way um, In uh, when I was thinking about how I thought she and Janine would be handling um, quarantine together. And I was like, well, it depends on whether or not any particular book's um, character development sticks around. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it could be any version of Janine and Claudia's relationship. Right, because we, we've mentioned now that there have been two books that have focused pretty significantly on that relationship, and both times that they have like ended in a different place that hasn't really been carried through to the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a feeling that's going to be pretty common as we go forward. We're probably going to get you know um, a number of variations on Claudia and Janine sibling drama um, for the time being. So um, do I think that they'll be handling it like the start of the book or like the end of the book? (laughs) Um, And I I think that um, I think that quarantine is probably going to be really rough on the two of them. I think Janine always, again, thinking she's a lot better of a character than I remember her being. Um, mm-hmm. But I really think she genuinely caringly is going to try to help Claudia with school um, and and think, you know, I, I know this is hard for you already. This is probably even harder now without the structure. So I'm here to help you. And Claudia probably sees that as condescension um, or, you know, thinking she can't handle it. And that leads to some early fights. Um, but I think they will, would probably band together as things um, carry on, even though, you know, I'm sure there's definitely potential for they're doing a puzzle one night and <laughs> there's ends up a screaming match. But um, I, I think overall, the initial conflicts would be around um, Janine trying to help and Claudia being very resistant to her, to her um, overtures. Yeah, I think that's probably very true. Um I guess going back to what I think that Claudia is doing on a day-to-day basis on a non-school relationship situation, um, I do think she is 100% doing big chalk drawings in the street, on the sidewalks, in her driveway um, as one of the outlets for her creative side. Um, I think she's probably going to be exploring different media 
in her artwork, particularly as she starts running out of, you know, her paint supplies and Mm -hmm. anything else that she has on hand. Um, I didn't think that she necessarily was making masks. I thought for sure Marianne, and we'll obviously get to her in her episode, I think that's a Marianne thing. I've never really gotten the feeling, and not that any of them necessarily, I mean, I'm sure that they would all be helping with that, but like that wasn't where I went with Claudia because I don't feel like she's really a sewer. That makes <laughs> Which, sense. I don't like, I, and maybe it's just because the, most of her creative outlets are, you know, more traditional, like, art you'd see in a museum type art as opposed to like textile work although there definitely is and i'm not sure it's definitely in the next couple books i remember particularly she like decorates one of her dad's dress shirts and so like that's more that's more what i think of when it comes to like wearable things for her is like decorating something that already exists as opposed to making something out of a piece of fabric but that being said i feel like it's sort of all hands on deck when it comes to you know, making things, making masks for people in your life for, you know, to donate to first responders and people in the hospitals and, you know, the, the most at risk people in our communities. So I'm sort of walking that back. I think it probably does make sense that she would be doing that, but like, that was not where my mind went for Claudia. I fully take your point. I do have, um, Marianne, um, you know, again, not to get too into what we're going to be talking about in the future, but I definitely have Marianne on the mask making front. Mm-hmm. I guess um, I didn't have Claudia so much. I didn't think she was leading that particular charge. I envisioned her um, make mask, but make it fashion. Like her, like Marianne might be doing the more like, here's how you sew it. And like, mm-hmm. her, I, I figured Marianne was the one who probably figured out the pattern and, um, you know, like organized everything. And then Claudia probably found fun ways to make them um, exciting, maybe even like doing something special so that kids, they're they're for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make sense, especially now as we're moving into a phase where it's looking more and more likely that the um, recommendations are going to be that we ma- wear masks in public long term. I think that it would be very like her to find um, ways to make masks less scary and more mm-hmm. entertaining for kids. Um, so I, I, I was thinking more like along those lines. Um, but I definitely take your point, uh, because I, I think for me, it's, I'm so not crafty in that way that I just, in any kind of artistic way like that, that I just sort of lump all of that like together in one basket. <laughs> right. Like if you're capable of crafting, then why can't you sew like that? That right. all you're, the same. If you're a maker, you're a maker. It doesn't matter it, what kind of maker you might be. <laughs> exactly. Well, I understand intellectually that is not true in my right. brain because it is something that I cannot do that falls into craft. Um, basically, I'm um, Amy Poehler hosting Making It Sans um, <laughs> right. overalls. Makes sense. <laughs> so what um, was the next thing you were gonna bring up so my next thing I, it's sort of two things but i'll i'll bring up one and i'm sure you will probably have thoughts on this as well so we know that claudia is a junk food addict if she's not able to just go to the store whenever like how do we think that she's getting more snacks like is she trying is she setting like placing her own Amazon Prime orders so that they come straight to her? Do we think she's trying to, like, sneak things onto the grocery list and hope that her mom or her dad or whoever goes to the store will buy it, even though – do we think that her parents have maybe softened their position on it because it's a tough time and they want to keep their girls happy? Like, how do do we think that that's going down? Because I I know myself and we have – 
so much candy in our house and all I've been doing is baking. I'm taking a week off of baking because <laughs> every week we've had a different cake and I love making cakes and I love eating cakes, but I can't eat that much cake because I will die. <laughs> like not die, but I, I, get I just, I need a break from the cake because my cholesterol <laughs> will shoot through the roof and it will just be a bad scene. But we do like have that's... so much Easter candy in our house and we're, I, Jeff is the same. I mean, Jeff is more addicted to sweets than I am. So like, I have portioned all of the candy in our house into like individual servings so that we can't just open a bag and eat it in a day. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. Like I, oh my I God. I'm, that's why I know that's why my brain went there. Cause like, I am sure that Claudia is going crazy, not having as much access to sweets and junk food as she usually does. <laughs> that is too funny. And so something I did not consider at all, um, <laughs> That's like second on my list of notes. That was the second thing that I thought of after she's procrastinating on her schoolwork. (laughs) And this is why I'm so excited about this conversation because this is the first time that, um, well, I guess we've only really talked about Christy, but um, we, for Christy, we had a pretty lockstep Mm -hmm. idea of how she'd be doing it. So I'm loving getting a different perspective and like different things that she would be worried about. Yeah. Because I do have notes about um, what I think she's reading um, and the Nancy Drews, but I did mm-hmm. not think about the candy really at all. So let me think. Um, I think that she would probably uh, definitely, the minute things um, started closing down, go into horde mode, um, mm-hmm. like those crazy toilet paper people. Um, <laughs> right. Like run to the store and like grab all the candy that she possibly can afford and like hide it all over her room. Um I could see her getting increasingly desperate. Um, I didn't go the Amazon route just because as much as um, we're talking about them in quarantine, I guess I still sort of thought of them in the 80s um, as as though this were happening um, in the But they're also using of... Zoom for yep, babysitting jobs. <laughs> you're right. There's Zoom, but there's no Amazon. <laughs> um, you're exactly right. I don't know why my brain did that, but I, it didn't. It didn't occur to me. I mean they're they're different categories of current technology. So it, it's yeah. it's not unreasonable that you were like Zoom calls yes, Amazon no. <laughs> I mean it's a little selective reasoning on my part, but it's not I'm um, I'm trying to throw you a bone here. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um but I I don't know. I I just maybe I just don't can't envision them doing something as prosaic as just, you know, ordering something from Amazon. Um, I, I think I would see her probably um, bribing, not bribing, but like begging the girls to pick up candy for her um, and like maybe trading them supplies for their kid mm-hmm. kits or something. Um, because I don't think she would risk running to the store. I think you're exactly right with, with Mimi that um, that she would ta- be taking things very seriously. Mm-hmm. And just to be just to clarify, I, I don't think she was waiting like months to come around. To get oh the no, no, no! I, but um, I, yeah, I was not saying that you were like, oh, she was like just doing whatever and not caring. Yeah, but, yeah. I figured no. <laughs> that it was like a day or two of um, woohoo, no school. This is awesome. Before like reality set in of what that actually meant. Um, but I think she would, it, like you said, take it so seriously that she was not about to risk running to the store for her stupid candy. Um, and yet you're right. I, I know, I I know you and Jeff, I know how seriously the candy, um, is taken. So I think she would probably, um, 
be reliant on the kindness of her friends for that. And I feel like that's something that um, the girls would probably definitely be doing for her mm-hmm. um, because they all love Mimi and they all love Claudia and they know, um, I know all of us are looking now to find ways, even small, seemingly silly, insignificant ways to reach out and help other people. Um, and I really feel like that that's Marianne in particular would probably be like, oh, have the same thought as you. Claudia's going to be so lost without her mm-hmm. candy. How do we get it to her? So I think she's probably relying um, on that. What did you think? Yeah, I, I, I think definitely the girls are helping, but I think that her parents are going to be more accepting of getting her candy and maybe even Nancy Drew books just because they, I mean, they have to know to some degree that she hides candy and junk food in her room. You know, like her parents aren't stupid. Right. So I, my hope is that they'll take a little bit of a chill pill during this, you know, knowing that things are so stressful. This is one thing that they can do that will help her get through it a little bit easier and obviously they'll probably have rules about how much she can eat and she'll still have some of it hidden in her room so she can eat as much as she wants but like I think I'm going to give her parents the benefit of the doubt and say that they're getting her some but yes the girls are 100% getting her more because it's Claudia and she has to have quite the supply so I think it's a little bit of both I also don't think that she's buying anything from Amazon just because I can't see a 13 year old having their own Amazon account, you know, like, and I can't imagine that she would just like buy candy on her parents. Like even if she has access to like a cart on Amazon and can order it because their credit card is like connected to it. I can't, I can't see Claudia doing that even if that was an option just because she wouldn't be going that like, it's one thing for her to hide candy in her room, like sneak it from her parents. It's another thing to essentially like, steal from them by using their credit card and spending their money without their knowledge if that I makes agree. sense yeah i agree completely and i i think you just articulated why um amazon didn't even occur to me in a way that i didn't realize that that's what i was thinking i i, I think it was just such an incompatibility in my brain that like um i i it didn't make any sense that they would be ordering from amazon so mm-hmm. i just it doesn't exist um, for them. I, I mean, I guess if I thought about it hard enough, I'm sure that the parents were using Amazon for kid kit supplies. Right. But um, but it just never – I was like, it never crossed my mind for Claudia. Um, I, I Although I, I do hardly agree that I think her parents have loosened up quite a bit. Um, I had that same note, but not, not around the candy. I had it around the Nancy Drew mm-hmm. that I thought that um, – They were just going to be encouraging, you know, her reading Nancy Drew is far better than, you know, binging whatever Netflix thing is on, um, you know, this week. Uh, So clearly not in 1980, obviously, in my brain. (laughs) Right. Um, uh, I don't know why I just left Amazon off of it. Anyway. um, But uh, yeah, I I, so I saw sort of saw that in the same perspective Mm -hmm. that they would uh, treat it very much as we did and go, wait, really? Nancy Drews, that's what we're freaking out about right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when yep. they're looking for any way to keep your kids entertained, when parents are looking for any way to keep your kids entertained and engaged, um, I think they could do a lot worse than reading Nancy Drew. So um, yep. that would yep. probably be restrictions loosened and encouraged. Yep. I had I had the note about both Candy and Nancy Drews. I think I think her parents are taking a, a chill pill and 
letting her find joy in what she can find joy in on a day-to-day basis. I think the biggest thing that I really think I got wrong was, um, ironically enough, how much she was going to miss the social interaction at school. I focused so much be excited to um, not have to – I was I was even less thinking about, like, the disappointment of the teachers and more about the, like, confinement of the basically six hours a day, seven hours a day, however long a school day is anymore, um, in classrooms. That just, to me, does not seem like an ideal um, – learning environment for Claudia. Mm -hmm. I I think ironically enough, the more I kind of think about it, um, I think distance learning like this and and more non-traditional methods of learning might be encouraging for Claudia, Um, Mm -hmm. especially some of the self-directed things where it's, you know, if you get this done, um, you can then move on to whatever art project you have. Um, That might push her along to you know she talks a lot of times about rushing to get her homework done so she can do something else right um and i think that that might start to pay off dividends instead of you know sitting in a classroom board um you know she might have a zoom call or two a day or a video that she has to watch or whatever but um it's far more um i guess far less restrictive is what it really is Mm -hmm. it's um which i think would be good for her creativity yep i agree Speaking of creativity, she's definitely changing her outfit like five times a day. She's putting together outfits that she like that are even outside of her comfort zone just because she's like, well, no one's going to see it. I just want to try it. And I'm sure she's going to come up with better ideas for fashion and outfits going forward. And she and Stacey, I'm sure, are like texting and Mm -hmm. face chatting and sending pictures back and forth all day, every day. But definitely definitely high on the fashion front for Claudia. For sure. I had, um, so like, just like for Christy, where we talked about what we thought would happen should things, you know, move forward and, and have longer term. Um, and I said fashion blog question mark, um, or fashion Insta, I guess would probably be, is really what I was thinking of. It's nobody really has a blog. Well, anymore, that's assuming but... that she doesn't already even have one, which I'm sure Very she true. does. <laughs> Um, that's true. But I mean, really like delving into it, like her and Stacy coming up with themes or like challenges or, um, you know, making goofy TikTok videos based on whatever fashion thing she's coming up with. Mm-hmm. I can see her really getting into, um, and even really sort of building a following. She probably becomes slightly Insta famous with the Stony Brook tween set. Right. Um, I, I can definitely see, um, like snotty girls at school who wouldn't necessarily tell her how awesome she is actually follow along on their finstas and like be jealous that she's looking so awesome and mm-hmm. um you know they're at home in their sweats type of deal exactly i love that yeah um I, that's pretty much the end of my list of what i came up with any other final claudia in quarantine thoughts no that was pretty much everything just you know being creative, as always. Yes, pretty much. Um, so what about you? How's your week been? Um, It's been fine. I mean, not really. I feel like I'm in a better mental place than I was last week or last time we talked. Not that I was in a bad place, but like I feel like things are just sort of like I've gotten to the point where like this is just the new normal and like I'm maybe it's just I'm not thinking as much about like the concerns that are out there and like the questions about what is going to happen and, you know, being worried about everyone in my life. Obviously I am worried and I'm being as cautious as possible, but like, I think that I've just reached the point where like, 
it it is what it is and i'm just proceeding in the best way that i possibly can and trying not to like let myself get bogged down in like the minutia of the bad things that are happening and trying to be creative as much as i can because my job is not the most creative and again acknowledging how lucky i am and grateful i am that i have a job and that i'm not concerned about not having a job so at least i don't have that as a added issue but yeah, yeah. trying to trying to keep my work life balance as much as possible and i built two lego sets over the weekend and i made the front of a purse <laughs> and you know i'm just Ugh. already planning more creative projects whether uh, i have at least one necklace that i have percolating in my brain and another purse that i am going to make i've now apparently moved into meme purses so i was gonna say um, <laughs> that um, that's where i'm at on creativity at least made a purse is such an understatement uh, kate is um i'm sure you are aware if you have checked out our insta um or, or gone down some of her social media at all is an incredible artist she makes these amazing purses um and every time I carry one of hers, I always get so many compliments. Um, and this this most recent one has really chef's kiss, taking it to the next level. <laughs> well, um, thank you. I appreciate that. And this, I'll, I'll maybe I'll post a picture of what I made. What I'm we're talking about. This most recent one is um, the the this is fine meme. The dog in the writing yep. room because it felt very apropos of the moment <laughs> that we are in. And I feel like that's maybe why I'm going down the meme route because it feels like we're in a very meme worthy time <laughs> uh, yeah. how are you doing lauren um definitely better than last week uh last week i like i said i was in a pretty not great headspace um so i think honestly just talking about it with you um knowing that it was out in the universe that i, mm -hmm. I got it out of my body um helped it, it was a, it was a really nice release um it allowed me to free up some headspace and, you know, focus on the positive things, um, which was came in very handy because I, I we've mentioned that we are in Ohio. Um, and I'm sure by now most of you have seen the very Shaun of the Dead-esque protest pictures that came out of Ohio. So it was a challenge for me to stay positive and not get angry this week. Mm -hmm. um, I've shifted from some helpless frustration to... Um, helpless anger in in certain cases so that has been not so fun um but i've shifted into a new phase at work which is good um again i'm I, i've been so grateful on a financial front up to this point uh very aware as i have um in my life had two significant periods of unemployment so that is a fear that is known and very um near and not so dear to my heart um so I, I've been very focused on just so grateful that I have a paycheck coming in. Um, but I've really started to be grateful to what opportunities this has provided me with work. Um, I'm really trying to focus on the fact that I've learned a valuable new skill that is going to be able to um, allow me to provide training for people that I may not have been able to reach otherwise. So um, in my first couple of virtual sessions that I was very nervous about, but they went very well. I got some really good feedback, which was great. Um, so that has been hugely helpful for me, um, in the long run. That's been my, my big balm this week. Well, allegedly things are going to start to be opening up again in two weeks. Hopefully we'll see. I mean, obviously we also have to 
be safe. But yeah, I, I, that's what I keep going back to is, yeah, I'm going a little bonkers. Um, yes, I very much would like to hug my family and hug you and literally, let's be honest, hug every stranger that I possibly could see on the street. I'm going to be like that crazy person in a sitcom. Um, but I would rather wait another couple of weeks to hug someone if I know that that means um, uh, that we are in a better position to contain the the spread of the virus. So, yeah, um, exactly. I, I am more than willing to take one for the team. Um, but if you are also a somewhat a tactile person and you are missing that human touch, know I see you, I feel you, and I am sending you virtual hugs. Um, over the internet. <laughs> I'm sure everyone appreciates that. Okay, so I guess that's it. Again, we hope everyone is healthy, safe, happy as you can be. I hope this is at least making you have a smile on your face for 20 minutes, or it looks like it might be closer to a half an hour this time. Um, Us talk for long? Shocking. Yeah. Well, especially about our favorite girl, Claudia. It, it exactly. sort of was inevitable. It was going to be a long one. But if you want to reach out to us, um, interact with us, we are obviously loving social media and email at this time. So if you are on either, you want to reach out, um, you can email us at generationbsc at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, also at generationbsc. And I guess with that, I'm Kate Vlasic. And I'm Lauren Hunter. And this episode, this emergency meeting episode is now adjourned. <laughs>